you're listening to Common Tierra Podcast. I'm Mana. I'm Maggie. And I'm Cecilia. And we're your hosts. Today we'll be talking about sustainability. Um, we The other day we got a DM from a listener. And they had asked us to talk about like environmental issues or um, specifically the Green New Deal. Um, since we do talk a lot about it different things um and that seems to be a very big topic nowadays especially when it comes to terms in politics mm-hmm. and um so i thought that'd be a really good topic to talk about um for those of you who don't know earth day is april 22nd it's coming up it's coming up yeah um so i thought that'd be a really good chance for us to talk about that um, first, I think we should define what sustainability or, um, yeah, sustainability. There's a lot of different definitions for it, but the definition of environmental sustainability is a state in which the demands placed on the environment can be met without reducing its capacity to allow all people to live well now and in the future. So the way I see it is like sustainability, you could sustain the practices that you're practicing, whether it's environmental or not. Mm-hmm. You could sustain them for a very long time. So it's, it's making sure what we have now that we have in the future for our children. And right, children. for generations to right. come, yeah. So it's sustainable, like it's going to last long. Right now, what we have and what m- most of us run on is not sustainable. Right. So fossil fuels, oils, things like that, those aren't sustainable because we have a limited amount mm-hmm. of those resources. Right. So eventually we're going to hit, out. yeah, we're going to hit the bottom of the barrel and come out empty so it's not that sustainable it has lasted us for a good time but But it's gonna run out it's gonna run out and then on top and on top of that like i'm pretty sure you can say us using these resources is depleting other natural resources like our air quality and things like that yeah yeah yeah, definitely so the use of those um resources does have a negative effect on our environment Mm -hmm. like cecilia said like air pollution which here in the valley is actually a really big deal i don't we have a lot of valley listeners um according to our stats but um for those of you who don't know the valley is a bowl in which we hold a lot of every a lot of pollutants coming from the bay so like with the wind movement and like the way it all travels it ends up here and so there is a lot of bad air quality here in the valley that resulted in asthma and everybody having allergies (laughs) yeah so do you have allergies no i don't (laughs) cecilia had asthma when she was little yeah really bad me too yeah i think a lot of people actually do i know that i've known people who they weren't from fresno or from the valley and when they moved here they got asthma or their children like it affected them so i also wanted to add on to the definition because there are a lot of different things but usually when talking about sustainability you're looking at three different um what they call pillars or i would say three different components so they're usually um defined as people so the people equity or equality things like that um planet which is our our environment the world we live in and profits which is money and the economy so we want all three of those to be sustainable and all three of those interact with each other Mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways and so it's interesting to see like okay this is what is in effect or this is what affects sustainability or you know all these three components have key roles to each other in regards to environmental sustainability right a lot of times i think people think oh sustainability they only think environmental but i think because i think that that's what's pushed the most right yeah that's what's in our faces the most on yeah tv and things like that mm-hmm I also think, though, like, sustainability, and I think I've said this in a different 
episode sustainability is in fact people planet and profits like the people i think are one of the most important roles like um the way our environment affects us and the way we affect the environment is really important and i think there is a huge gap when we don't take care of our environment the people who suffer the most are the ones already suffering the Mm -hmm. ones already in economic despair or the ones already have having a hard time Mm -hmm. during the drought here in california well i don't know if we're still in it still not i know we had a really good rain season this past winter yeah Mm -hmm. this past year um even though we had a really good rain season, there was a time which people in, I want to say, Lemoore were having to buy bottled water. Like, they did not have clean water. Mm-hmm. Access to clean water is uh, not, shouldn't be a privilege. Yeah, it should be a basic human right. Exactly. And so to know that we have that, not only in California, but if you want to think about Flint... Yeah, like, it's been five years. And it's still fixed. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. So, right now, um, this is a few days after Notre Dame mm-hmm. burned down. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's crazy to me because I want to say probably a day, a bunch of billionaires got together and decided that they were going to pitch in to rebuild Notre Dame. And it's just like, but what about the issue present here in America? Flint has been waterless in five years, but Mm -hmm. yet you can put in a couple million bucks to go rebuild a church in France. I think it was raised by like two billionaires that each gave like 300 million, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of heat on Twitter, on Instagram, like... If people, I think there was also a little girl who made a speech about it. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't think I watched the full video, but I want to say it was just recently. A young girl was like, if people actually cared yeah. about these issues and put money towards them, like if the higher ups mm-hmm. or the people with most of the money mm-hmm. would put in like the efforts to solve the issues that we have, like, things would get changed things would happen but it's a lot it's so difficult to see those things happening and it's not only flint but there's other issues as well other just recently there's been several um churches that are predominantly Uh african-american burned down yeah and so the fact that this money like it just shows if they care about something, that they'll, they'll donate yeah. the money. Yeah. And then it kind of just makes them look like, okay, well, then you must not care about the fact mm-hmm. that Flint is not getting clean water at all. That children are getting really, really sick. Mm-hmm. And dying. Yeah, and dying. Um, so sustainability is not just environmental. It's also people and... Um, money does have a role in it we do want a good economy so it all kind of plays with each other stepping aside from that you know topic i also wanted to talk about what's going on here in our valley so there are solutions uh, or we are working towards solutions Mm -hmm. so i applaud valley can clean air now so it's a organization and they sponsor or host this event called Tune In, Tune Up. I'm sure you guys have heard about it. It's been on the radio a lot of times um, when it's coming to Fresno or when it's coming to like your town. They've done Bakersfield, Lamore, Tulare, Merced, Madera. Um, those Was are th- there one in Fresno? Yeah, Fresno, of course, yeah. So they're usually at the Fresno uh, Fairgrounds. So in Fresno, when the event comes, actually it's coming up May... Let me check my calendar. May 18th will be the Fresno Tune In, Tune Up event. So basically what the Tune In, Tune Up event is you take your car to go get a free smog check to go get its emissions checked Mm -hmm. now say your car fails 
then you could get a voucher up to $500 to either get your car fixed or if your car is really like bad, bad and high a high emitter like it emits a lot of bad emissions um you could you could also be eligible to get up to $9,500 towards a hybrid vehicle or an electric vehicle and so um they help you out to choose your car to swap in your car to swap in your old vehicle to get a new one and it's really cool really interesting um so if you guys you guys could look up the dates online valley can or tune into enough and there'll be a calendar of some sort basically explaining like what days where they're gonna be what they're gonna be doing and so i've been to uh several of those events to volunteer Mm -hmm. and so it's really cool a lot of people show up it's usually starts out people start lining up for these things at like five four in the morning because they park their car out in the street they line up they you know they turn off their car (laughs) they line up to get in and get their car checked and i think that's really cool for um for our valley yeah there's also other promotional stuff we're trying to get more um electric car chargers around ports ports, yeah Mm -hmm. um around fresno around like just in general get more of them so that way people could be more inclined to buy those sort of vehicles to be cleaner more um conscious about what they're driving Mm -hmm. so other things that um we kind of wanted to share and let you guys know h&m if you take your um bag let's say you take a bag of clothes that you want to donate then they could they could take your bag and you could get money for it it doesn't have to be h&m clothes oh okay i found it it's called um recycle at h&m the h&m garment collecting program is a global initiative that works to prevent customers unwanted clothes and textiles from going to landfill and i'm guessing that's like all kinds of clothes yeah like so not just like jeans or not just like no so with h&m you could take any clothes okay um it says we accept unwanted clothes by any brand in any condition in any of our stores every single day of the year so if you take the, your clothes you could get like either a ten dollar gift card or um a store discount credit store credit yeah they give you a discount for recycling your clothes and then it says these clothes uh will either be reused reworn or recycled with zero percent going to landfill and so i think that's really cool that mm-hmm. h&m has taken it like kind of up a on, big corporate company yeah has you know. taken a movement to kind of fight against right producing more mm-hmm, yeah. trash into the environment yeah exactly I, I remember reading that like high-end designers i don't even know what designers it was but it was like the high ones like prada Givenchy, all those mm-hmm. bougie <laughs> things and they were instead of selling their things on clearance they would they would burn them they'd burn all their bags because it would lower they didn't want the bags to lower their profits by putting them on clearance because it's like a high-end so it wouldn't like go with their look okay what yeah i remember reading that and i was like you would rather burn all these bags all these materials all these materials put in i don't know how much stuff into the air that's already messed up because you're afraid of your image and your stocks your stocks losing worth basically that's insane. I did not read that. So, um, with the whole thing about, like, sustainability plays a part in kind of everything, there is this uh, movement or this there is this conscious decision to be more... I want... I, how do I put this? Like, minimal or more conscious about, like, fast fashion. Mm-hmm. Fast fashion being like, oh, this is what's in season right now. Let me buy it. Next season, it's not 
it's not in quote unquote in so let me just get rid of it you know like that's fast fashion we live in a fast world but if you decide hey you know what maybe i could just use these key things all year or maybe i could wear this one shirt be a little bit more conscious about like okay how many times am i gonna wear this shirt how many times am i gonna wear like this one dress you know Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like it's interesting that you point out that they would actually burn their stuff it says to maintain their exclusivity uh, designer brands often destroy unwanted stock to stop it from being sold at discounted prices and maintain the exclusivity of their products so that they are not sold to the quote-unquote wrong people that is insane and that is like socially (laughs) unjust as well like what's wrong people? yeah that's horrible (laughs) oh my gosh that's horrible yeah um so h&m is not the only store that does this um i was just shopping at american eagle and i saw this little like recycle thing and i was like oh wow what's that so i asked the girl and she was like yeah if you bring in your old jeans any brand any brand old jeans you could get ten dollars off a new pair and so american eagle they have this promotion going on as well bring in your own jeans to recycle get ten dollars off a new pair so um let me try to read a little bit what they're doing as well um yeah i think they're just trying to recycle jeans so that way they okay here we go it says step one bring in an old pair of jeans and a brand Step two, get $10 off a new pair of jeans. Step three, your old jeans will be turned into housing insulation. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is. So, okay. And then the bottom it says, that's it. Easy, right? A a tree gets planted. Your old jeans stay out of landfill and help build homes for those in need. And you get $10 off your new favorite pair. So that's See, like that's sustainability. Right, exactly. It's people. It's companies. It's the environment. Right. And it's money as yeah. well. Yeah. So it's, it is this cycle of like, okay, let me donate this this is what's gonna happen to my clothes Mm -hmm. like it's not just gonna go into our oceans it's not just gonna go like out in a landfill that's just gonna do bad Mm -hmm. so i think companies like this are trying to move a little bit more forward what do you guys think how how many more companies do you think might start doing this well i know that um willow smith and i think and I think Adidas, mm-hmm. I think they have partnered up where they're starting to make their shoes out of, like, recycled Material. materials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's already another big company, mm-hmm. Adidas, you know. Um, I don't know. Do you know of mm-hmm. anyone? I don't. I mean, no. I but, mean, do, but do you think that, like, this is something where our future's headed? Yeah. I mean, it'd be great, but it's kind of slow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, everything in its, you know, um, beginning is slow. But I mean, I feel like we're seeing more and more companies doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if we can just get to a point where most companies are doing this, mm-hmm. I think that's a great Mm -hmm. yeah i think a big part of the reason why this environmental movement or this um trying to be more environmentally conscious is slow has to do with the fact that the guy living in the white house (laughs) as Whoopi (laughs) would say (laughs) um he doesn't think it's an issue and i think that plays a big role in the way that the rest of our country and maybe even the world sees it as an issue luckily though i know other countries i can't name them but i if you look into it i want to say there are several other countries that have been already working towards you know not relying on just Mm -hmm. fossil fuels like they're Mm -hmm. going towards a greener energy and one that's more sustainable sustainable like solar wind or a lot of different things um so the fact that you know yeah and for our government 
to be saying that climate change or environmental issues aren't real real or aren't important, important. Or, or pressing yeah or pressing it's just it's like what do you mean they're not pressing issues like if we don't get our shit together the earth is gonna die <laughs> die and then we will die so it's an existential it's so important to our existence how is that not important right you know yeah like it's just them see i, I, I know think why. i don't know it has to do with money oh yeah like, but, like, if it had to do with money, wouldn't they care that we spent $91 billion in natural disasters last year? Oh, right. Yeah. So... It's just... I think it's... They're playing politics. I literally think that they just don't care, even though they know it's true. Or they don't care because they care. I think it's because you, know? you don't care about it until you see it. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they don't they don't live in these places where all these natural disasters mm-hmm. are like happening. Like Puerto Rico. Like yeah. Puerto Rico or, like, that crazy blizzard cyclone we had. Mm-hmm. Or the and then wildfires. like Oh, the wildfires here in California that, you know, Trump had said if we would have just raked it up, it wouldn't have been happening. Like, what the... What kind of dumb, dumb things? <laughs> you dumb, dumb bubble. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's just insane. To me, it's just crazy how it, we see these things happening. There's been hurricanes, like, once-in-a-lifetime hurricanes. We've mm-hmm. had them two times within a very close, yeah. like, year to and each then, other. Like, like Maggie said, we had that, like, polar vortex thing. Yeah. And then the Cheeto in the White House said, oh, look, there's snow. <laughs> it's like, no. I feel like... I, I I've talked to Mana about this and our parents about this. I feel like the term climate change or um, not climate change, global warming. global warming, that term global warming, I think is really confusing for people because they think that it's only getting hotter. Right. But it has to do with I want to say a bunch last. of... Yeah. Other kinds of like weather patterns. Yeah. And like I think that's why they came up with climate climate change. change. Right. See. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think that that is why they came up with climate change. But also, um, people need to realize with science, we learn this information say today. In a week, say it's we different. we learn something new. Mm-hmm. Like we need to allow ourselves to say, okay, this is what we knew back then. That's why we labeled it global warming. Mm-hmm. This is what we know now. That's why we're changing the name to climate change. Like we could only learn more and evolve mm-hmm. to the knowledge in which we gain. Yeah. So it's not fair for people because I've had discussions with people who don't think global, um, who don't think climate change is real. And their whole thing was, well, you know, it was called global warming, like, and now that they're wrong, they want to change it to climate change. I'm like, it's okay that they were wrong, like... And they weren't wrong. The earth earth was getting warmer. Exactly. But it is this, like, constant growing, constant research, constant new knowledge. building upon building up your knowledge. Exactly. I wish that I could show you guys, like, a video. But if you guys want to make a graph, okay, this is how someone put it to me. Um, You make an an X and Y axis and then draw a line, like, straight up. So if we think about our planet, without people, it will let's just say hypothetically, it will get warmer just on its own. Mm -hmm. It's a slow process, though. Mm -hmm. So then with people, when you add people to the mix, then you're accelerating that. So then with climate change, you're also going through this up and down, up and down, up and down. And so we don't know if these hills are like, really close to each other, really high. I'll post a picture of it on Instagram so you could kind of see what I'm talking about. But maybe this isn't making sense, but I'll try to post it. Anyways, there's a lot of different stuff going on behind it. And I think that it's important for us to realize like we're, we've got to learn about it and we have to be 
like if we don't take it seriously it's gonna be problematic like it already is like how maggie was saying like there it costs us a lot of money and lives like those people that died in the blizzard was mostly homeless people Mm -hmm. but no one cares about them exactly so and then with puerto rico like those are brown people and no one cares about them either (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much and so Puerto Rico is still struggling right yeah. now. And that was, like, a issue with... It's a human issue and it's an environmental issue. So if we don't change, more things like this are going to happen. More blizzards, more hurricanes. And we, we've we already seen it happen before. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, I also kind of wanted to talk about the politics behind it. Mm-hmm. How do you guys... So we agree that because the president um, doesn't believe in climate change, that affects the rest of our country. Oh, yeah. So then how do you guys feel about those who do believe that climate change is real and want to make a change? Like, do you think that that will be possible once... He's no longer in turn. I think the damage was done already. Like, just how you like Whoopi and you, and you believe what she says. There's a bunch of people that like Donald Trump for whatever reason, and they um, believe him. And I don't think it's they're gonna change their mind just because a new person is in the White House again. I think it's gonna take a lot longer, a lot of hard work to change these people's minds. To undo the to dam- undo the damage that Mr. Cheeto has already done. <laughs> <laughs> you cracked me up. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the new Green Deal. I know that we haven't gotten the chance to like really, really dive into it. Um, we did want to do this podcast during earth day time and um but we do have a little bit of background about what it's about what we're what our goals are um one of them being to reach a net zero greenhouse emissions by 2030 which is like no burning coal no like those things right yeah so no no emissions like 11 years yeah yeah so a lot of people had an issue with that a lot of people think like that's impossible Mm -hmm. it's not gonna happen because it's so soon Mm -hmm. like um aoc is causing is asking for action right now and i think that's the issue like people don't want to change right Right now. now yeah and if we don't... Even we need change right now. Yeah, exactly. We need to start putting things in place. Um, we can't just wait for there to be fire all around us and then be like, okay, <laughs> let, let <laughs> Maybe we should. <laughs> Maybe it is real. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that there is a lot of work that needs to be done in politics. I do believe that politicians are basically governed by those who pay for them yeah. who pay for their who pay them under the table you uh, know, things uh, like that yeah who pay for their um political campaigns mm-hmm. people who lobby we know that the oil um gas and oil are huge lobbyists and so those play a huge role in what is getting done in our government and what is going to happen in the real world like and i think also that like there's just so much pressure on at least democrats because i don't really pay attention to republicans (laughs) (laughs) um that they're like oh i have not received any corporal corporal corporate money from oil companies or i haven't received any from these gas companies Mm -hmm. and like because those that influence what you do in when you're in office. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good start to take them out of uh, our politics because if they're not there, then they can't... Have a say. They don't yeah. have a say. They're like silence, basically. If no mm-hmm. one's taking their money. Yeah. Um, I also like that AOC 
brought this to the Democrats Democrats platform. Like it wasn't really an issue before mm-hmm. until she brought it up and was pushing for it. And I don't know. I like her. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I just want to point out that I had to do an essay, a political platforms essay, in my um, poli sci class. And what was it? It was about that I had to pick three issues, and I had to see how the Democrats viewed them and how Republicans viewed them. And one of the issues was climate change. And you can go online. You can type in like. Democratic Party platform, and it gives you this huge, like, PDF of what Democrats are actually, their actual views, and then you could type in Republican Party platform, and then you see what they actually want to do, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And it, and this party platform comes out every four years, so the one that I read is from 2016, and, um, like, I, you know, command F, you know, climate change. Hella, you know, results on the Democratic side. And then climate change on the Republican side, like, four. <laughs> and it's just, like, they don't care. care. Yeah. They don't get it. Yeah. I sometimes wonder, like, do these people care, but they feel like they can't do anything about it because the people controlling what they do? Like, the can't people... Mm-hmm. So they can't do anything about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't know. I try to it's look... It's not only that, but they represent the people that elected them. So Okay, in a perfect world, yeah. they represent the people that elected them. These politicians, they have free will. Like, they're going to do what... Like, if... Like, like, if a Democrat came out and said... Which I'm sure there are a couple Democrats that are for... Uh, against abortion. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that would be, like, a deal-breaker if they were close to an election. Mm -hmm. Like, they would lose their seat. So, I think that if, like, that works also both ways with the Republican side. Like, if all of a sudden, and not only that, but, like, any Republican that comes out against anything that the president believes in gets automatically shut down by the president. And then that affects who listens to them. Mm -hmm. Like, their colleagues, the people they do represent. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure... Poli- a- uh, politics is a dirty, dirty, dirty game. Like, yeah. <laughs> I I don't like politics, but I know that it's, like, an issue. I know that it's important, and yeah. I, I try my hardest to, like, be in the know of what's going on. It is difficult for me because I do get frustrated in the fact that, like, okay, these people are supposed to do this thing, and they're not. Yeah. Like... It's just... Yeah. It's just like, we can't be oblivious. We can't be ignorant because this affects us. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, for people out there who are like, oh, I don't vote because whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like, I'm not into politics, so I don't really care. Yeah. It's like, you should care, maybe, because... Just a little. Because <laughs> this affects you. And, and your gonna, children. Yeah. And your grandchildren. And yeah. Come. It's like, you have to care. Yeah. Like... Come on. Yeah. I really don't like politics. I really don't like my poli sci class because it's just like... (laughs) It's just like, oh my God, this whole system is fucked up. And I just... It's just like, I hate it. But it's like, if you want to beat the system, you have to know the system. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's like, know your enemy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Earlier, we were watching a really cool video that Maggie was showing us. It was it's on Alexandra Ocasio's Cortez Instagram. There's a link in her bio. Go watch it. It's great. It's very simply put. Yeah. It was easy to follow, and it basically um, explained what she was trying to do with the Green New Deal and how what it was influenced by, what she saw, and but I do even though I love her and she's my screensaver. <laughs> I do think it would have been better if she had just focused on environmental issues with the Green New Deal because even though that was like a big chunk of it, there was like a bunch of backlash from like guaranteed jobs mm-hmm. and like what else did it say? Um, uh, higher educational accessible accessibility. But I think like, like with that, I understand that it's like 
a lot of other miscellaneous things. Mm-hmm. But like Mana was saying, it's people, it's economy, right. it's money but that all deals with these. Congress like, doesn't work like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if she had to come out with just environmental things and like put in, because there was really good things in there. Like she was trying to uh, do the zero greenhouse emission by 2030. Um, and then cover the United States with renewable energy, so like solar panels, mm-hmm. wind, what are they called? Wind, wind windmills. Mills. Are they called windmills? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, windmills. And like things like... W- they making- do not cause cancer. <laughs> windmills do not cause cancer. Okay, do not listen to... <laughs> and making like... Where'd that come from? He's... Trump said that. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, you did see it on the news. Oh my gosh. Did you see it, Maggie? No, I think I saw something. There was memes it. and videos everywhere. Oh my, oh my god. god. Okay, go on. And, um, what was I saying? That's um, hilarious. They wanted to cover the buildings to like gen- uh, energy efficient, so I'm mm-hmm. assuming that involves like water, light, and like all those things. And I was thinking, it was like, well, that could be some solution. A solution to that could be McDonald's putting solar panels on their McDonald's buildings, Dude. Starbucks doing uh recyclable straws or um starbucks also going solar and things like just things like that that like big corporation can afford Mm -hmm. to do these things yeah and that could already just so since you mentioned the um straws i want to give a shout out to fresno state they have Paper paper straws in the student union and i think in a lot of different places they have paper straws and so they're trying to reduce their footprint of like plastics so the whole issue and the whole importance on the on the straws Mm -hmm. so straws are plastic and so usually you think that they're going that you could recycle them um so with plastic straws they usually get put into the recycle and then once they go out into like the field or where they get sorted they fall through the cracks of like the the conveyor belt and so they don't get properly sorted out Mm -hmm. and since they're really small and thin they end up in places that they shouldn't been shouldn't have been in so um that's why straws are a big issue um i know several people who carry around their metal straws in a little baggie you could buy you could buy metal straws online you could buy um bendable straws my um my sister for christmas she bought me a little cute cube and I could bend my straw into there and it came with like a pipe cleaner and I could rinse it out real quick. So I personally, like, I rarely, rarely, rarely ever use straws anymore. I've been doing it for some time now. Since December. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. yeah. Even before then, I was I stopped. Yeah, but I'm saying the metal straw. Oh, thing. yeah. So straws, that's why they are an issue. Save the turtles. Don't get the straw. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a video where they pull out a straw out of a turtle's eye. Oh, it was eye on... or the nose? Oh, n- nose, nose. You're right. Yeah. yeah, it's disgusting. I should make you watch it so you could stop getting. <laughs> you know what? I work in a restaurant and and I am not allowed to give them straws mm-hmm. anymore. They Good. have to ask yeah. for yeah. them. But I've been I've been telling my boss to buy like metal straws mm-hmm. for people to use so that, that you can just reuse them and mm-hmm. wash them. But I feel like that's just like the same thing because people don't want to use clean cups even though they've been through yeah, yeah. high pressured dishwasher that cleans like ninety nine percent of the germs off. But whatever. Yeah. See, I don't even. With the whole straws, I don't get straws. I'll just drink straight from the cup. Yeah. Like, to me, it's not an issue. I haven't gotten sick. I'm still alive. I'm fine. Like You, have, you don't have any diseases. You're no, better. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah, and then, like, the people that do ask for straws, they're usually older people. Like, one time, I sat a mom and a daughter down, and the mom had asked for a straw, <laughs> but the daughter had it. And I just kind of looked at it like, you get it. Like, you yeah. want to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to help our earth. Yeah, but the older people are the ones. They're like, oh, can I get some of the illegal contraband? And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, they straw. make it a big deal. They make it such a big deal. I was like, why yeah. do you care so much? And 
like just help just, the yeah. environment that you're gonna like, leave we your know children. We're gonna die in a few years. <laughs> like, like, but we're we kind of still want to live. Yeah. <laughs> we still want to see te- see t- see sea turtles <laughs> yeah see i think the other part of it which i appreciate i know that you have the knowledge and like you have an understanding of like why it's an issue mm-hmm. to me it bothers me so much when waiters don't care when waitresses and waiters don't care and they just like give you the straw or they're they're like, yeah, it's a dumb law. It's a dumb rule. Like, no, it's not dumb. Mm-hmm. To or me, like, that's ignorant. What's a straw? And it's like, no. How many people are in this nation? How many people use straws? Yeah. Like, it's not just one straw. It's not it's just, just a the, And it's straws. the United States, just so yeah. you guys know. Like, European, like, other countries are not obsessed with straws, Neither, <laughs> nor do they use them. It's the United States. <laughs> when you went on your study abroad... On Hong Kong, I... Didn't see a straw, didn't ask for straws, and yeah, that was it. Like, it yeah. They would like, use it. They also don't like ice for some reason, but <laughs> whatever. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, if you're a waitress or a waiter, like, tell, Just you, be conscious. tell your other fellow waiters and waitresses. Well, Mana, if you care so much, you can get them fined. Report them to whoever you need to report them. And they have to pay you can? Yeah, you, get fined, you can get fined $300. But that's mean. Yeah, like, but th- they're <laughs> killing sea turtles. That's mean. Okay, well, first I'm going to take the route of let's first talk about it. Have an understanding of why it's important. Don't say it's dumb. Because yeah, it's, it's not dumb. It's important to the well-being of our earth and in turn of yeah. our people. Yeah, I get that a lot at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Because you had to pay for bags. And they're like, what? San Francisco and the Bay Area, they've been paying for their bags for a long ass time. Yeah. Like I remember I went um maybe five five or more years ago when I went to San Francisco. I went into into a store and they were like, Do you need a bag? I'm like, Yeah. And they're like, Okay, it's extra ten cents. I'm like, never mind. (laughs) You know, and at first I didn't get it, but they've been using paper straws over there for a really long time. But I feel like now they're just switching to paper bags. And then, like, I remember going up and paper bags being an issue because, like, we're killing all our trees. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so are we just going back to killing all our trees now because people are switching back to paper bags? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think we're still in the process yeah, of, like... Figuring it all out. Yeah. yeah. But I think taking a step of, like, okay, I have the reusable bag mm-hmm. in the trunk of my car. Yeah. Or they get handed out everywhere. If you go to, like... Um, yeah, reusable bags, yeah. Yeah, they get handed out everywhere to a lot of events like they hand those things out like crazy so i collect them i have a bunch of them in my trunk i use them if i forget my bag i don't use a bag i put my stuff in the cart and then put each individual thing in the trunk of my car (laughs) and then when i get home i just like have a bunch of trips but i don't care i'm not getting a bag (laughs) i hate it (laughs) Um, so, yeah, shout out to Fresno State. Fresno State celebrates sustainability and, like, Earth Day. So, also, with Fresno State, just recently on this semester's or this year's ballot for ASI was the sustainability... Did we get that? Yeah, we did. We won. Um, we won the sustainability senate... Senator or senate um position so that will be added and i really want to thank everyone who voted on that i really appreciate it and i know that our campus really appreciates it as well like we need it we're one of the with that like i went to the senate meeting and they were like we don't need a sustainability center it's not a very pressing issue yeah like even at this level people don't think it's a pressing issue yeah when it is yeah it definitely is um so i think that's great that we did get it the students did speak up like clearly it's an issue for people um and i i think that that's really good that everyone um that we were able to make a change on our campus in a very good way i also wanted to kind of talk to you guys about like 
just how do you guys feel about sustainability in terms of the way it affects people? Do you think that people don't realize how much sustainability can affect them? Or the lack of sustainability? Yeah, I don't think people have the... Understanding. Understanding, yeah. Yeah, um... So, I was reading an article about... So, this was an NPR article by Jonathan Lambert. It was published March 11th of this year. So, the title of the article, which I recommend you guys read, Study Finds Racial Gap Between Who Causes Air Pollution and Who Breathes It. Mm-hmm. And that definitely caught my attention. And so, when I was reading it, I kind of want to read... um a little snippet of it so in the article it states the researchers found that air pollution is disproportionately caused by white americans consumption of goods and services but disproportionately inhaled by black and hispanic americans how does that statement make you guys feel i feel like it fits with what we see here yeah you know if you're in south fresno and you drive north on blackstone you could literally see the demographic you could literally see the population the um change in environment um just driving up blackstone you could see like downtown is just dirty yeah and as you go more north where the quote-unquote better houses where river park is like there's the more north you go the better it gets Mm -hmm. and then in in south fresno you also have like um factories Mm -hmm. you have um wineries you have a lot of different pollutants that can that are being distributed in yeah And the ones that are being affected are the ones that live right there mm-hmm. next to it. So I've seen... So they're making the wine in <laughs> these communities, and then the people who are drinking the wine are not affected by... Yeah, you know, yeah, wine. exactly. Um, same thing with hydraulic fracking, mm-hmm. um, which I'm glad I brought up, is a process in which we get um, natural gas. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a huge... Um, like i this idea that natural gas is good because it has low emissions Mm -hmm. but the process in which we get natural gas is so dirty i've done so many research papers on this topic Mm -hmm. um when we break or when we fracture the earth's crust and get the natural gas Um, those fractures we use a shit ton of water and that water cannot be used it's mixed with chemicals that they don't disclose like it's that bad they don't follow a lot of policies um or they're like they get excused like that they don't have to follow them um that whole thing is just a whole nother issue like if you look into hydraulic fracking there's a lot of documentaries that you could good you guys could watch about environmental issues including the one by uh leonardo dicaprio like that one was really good i forgot what it was called (laughs) (laughs) okay i'll look it up um but there are gasland on netflix is another really good um documentary about natural gases um but it's like it's interesting it's really interesting to see how it gets affected and who it affects Uh like people who don't have the money to get up and move away from these wells or away yeah away from the wells their water gets affected like if you don't have the money and that's an economic and um social injustice because Mm -hmm. it's like well we can't move like even though we're breathing this bad air and even though we want to move we um we can't so it's just one of those things like, okay, I can't really change or go up against a corporate um, corporate company if I'm if I don't have the money. You know, it's really hard for those people, and um, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, 
social injustices that mm-hmm. accompany environmental injustices as well Mm -hmm. so the leonardo dicaprio documentary is called before the flood it's really good i really recommend for you guys to see it as well you guys can watch it on youtube for like four bucks amazon for four bucks it's uh it's on netflix as well is it really yeah okay cool (laughs) so i really recommend you guys do that um so let us know what you guys think it is um is the environmental issue important for you like are those things important to you if not then why not like let us know and thank you to our listener who um who recommended this topic we really appreciate Mm -hmm. it shout out to you um and i really hope that you guys start having these conversations make sure to follow us on instagram i think cecilia has a quote for us Mm -hmm. for this podcast for this um episode yeah it says progress is impossible without change and those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything george bernard shaw i like that one Mm -hmm. yeah um i think it it plays really good with the fact that like if we don't see it being an issue in like our politics or you know if we have a whole entire party that doesn't think it's an issue and that's affecting the minds of our uh fellow people our fellow neighbors like nothing's gonna get changed. nothing's gonna get changed so we really have to think differently yeah. in uh, in regards to this topic yeah. so thank you guys for listening follow us on instagram at commentiera e- send us an email we Com- want to hear from you yeah we definitely do um Send us an email, commentiera at gmail.com. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.